Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the final Lifespring Why Christmas show of 2007. Once again, I've been joined by James from whychristmas.com. So, Merry Christmas, James. How are you on this uh, fine Christmas morning? I'm very well, thank you, Steve, and a very happy Christmas to you. I'm feeling very Christmassy today, and I'm ready for some mince pies. Sounds yummy. That's great. Well, let's light the final candle of our Advent crown and find out more about the main part of the Christmas story, the birth of Jesus. The story is in chapter 2 of the book of Luke and says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2, 1-7 What a wonderful story! The king of all creation coming to earth as a weak and helpless baby. It's just amazing. But you know, there's not many details given of Jesus' birth. No weight, no length, no time or day. Mary and Joseph had traveled to Bethlehem because of the Roman census, not because of its reputation for maternity care. The census was the first of its kind and was made so the Roman government could tax everyone in the empire correctly. Jewish families had to register in their historical tribal town rather than where they were actually living at the time. Joseph and the pregnant Mary lived in Nazareth, but as Bethlehem was the town that Joseph's tribal town was, it was also the town of the royal family of David, they had to travel to Bethlehem, a journey of about 70 miles or 112 kilometers. The journey would take about three days on foot or donkey, and they could have arrived in the evening because... If they had arrived earlier in the day, it's more likely that they would have found somewhere to stay. Yeah, in those times, motels and inns didn't exactly exist like we have them today. Instead, you normally stayed with your extended family. Most houses were shared with the animals that the families kept, and people normally slept on an upper level within the house, and the animals lived on the ground floor, and they were used as an early form of central heating. Most people would have travelled to Bethlehem for the census, So all the towns, or especially the upper levels, would have been very full. So Joseph and Mary had to sleep with the animals, either in a very crowded and smelly lower level of a house, or out in a stable, cave, or even a covered market stall that sold animals for food. Not exactly hygienic hospital conditions. It was the custom to wrap a newborn baby in long bandages called swaddling clothes. The arms and legs of the baby were wrapped very tightly so that they couldn't move. This was done because it was thought that it helped the baby to grow strong and straight limbs. And as no proper crib was available, the new baby boy was placed in a manger or feeding trough. It's amazing how real the Christmas story is. If you wanted to tell a story about a king being born, you wouldn't normally tell it like that. So, as you're unwrapping your presents today, take a moment to think about God's big present to us at Christmas, Jesus, His very own Son. Well, James, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the Lifespring Why Christmas show this year. It's been great, and I couldn't have done it without you. Well, thank you once again for having me and my site along for the ride. It's been great fun. 
I'd like to wish you, all of the listeners, and the lovely lady Leanne, and the whole of your family, a very happy Christmas. And James, please give my best to your parents and your grandparents and, and all my British friends back there in the UK. Merry Christmas. And to you, dear listener, James and I hope that you've enjoyed the shows this year and that they've helped you to focus on the birth of the Messiah. My prayer for you is that you find peace, love, and joy as you celebrate today and that 2008 finds you closer to the Messiah than you've ever been. Merry Christmas. Special thanks to Gabe Taviano of the God's Mac Podcast for reading our scripture today. And our music was Mario O'Hara's beautiful piano rendition of Away in a Manger. And the Christmas song was sung by the Swingle Singers. Links to God's Mac and the music can be found at lifespringwhychristmas.com. Lifespring Media, bringing you quality Christian and family entertainment since 2004. Brought to you in part by InTouchProductions.com. James, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the LifeSpring Advent Calendar this year. Well, thank you for having me. And it's not the LifeSpring Advent Calendar anymore. Oh, 
Oh, old habits die hard. So you ready? Well, there's not a whole lot of information in the Bible, really, is there? So no, um... not really. <laughs> right, okay. We could make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, you ready? Jesus, Jesus weighed seven pounds eight and was however many inches long. <laughs> and he had a smile on his face. Absolutely, and he didn't cry at all. Never. He was just a perfect child. That's right. Never soiled his diapers. <laughs> no, the angels came down and changed him before he... <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. 